they're unfairly targeted by police, you know, is, is um, are they wrong to feel that way? And regardless of whether there's any merit there, um, what can you as governor do to improve um, perception of police, uh, you know, ensure that everybody feels like- Can you repeat the first death. part of that? I missed that. Yeah, a lot of people of color feel like they're A lot of people targeted. of color. A lot of people of color. How many people of color have you talked to about that? I mean, if you look at surveys- um, Which surveys? I'm happy, to, I'm happy to look at those stats so, because so I will tell you this, that I talk to people of color. I talk to all Arizonans. They're all concerned about the crime. Just because your skin isn't the same color as yours doesn't mean you want your kids to be walking down the street in an unsafe neighborhood. Every Arizonan wants safety and security in their neighborhood. It doesn't matter what your skin color is. And, I, and if you look at stats, you will look and see that, that police do not target people of color. That is a lie that's been perpetuated by the left and then spread and disseminated and re-spread in the media. Check the stats. you don't believe that's an opinion a lot of people of color have? Uh, I don't. I think you guys find one or two people, three or four, and they're activists oftentimes, and then you spread that narrative. Go into a neighborhood and ask the people in neighborhoods that are minority neighborhoods, do you want fewer police? Do you want to defund the police? They will look at you like you are the craziest person on the planet. Nobody wants that. And if I could follow up, look behind us. You're acting as if it's one race joined the law enforcement agencies. Law enforcement is made up of our community. Of course, they have a vested interest in keeping our communities safe, and they're not targeting people based off race. This is a lie that's been perpetuated by the media and by members of these organizations. And why you consistently bring this up is you seek to further divide our country. Right now, what you're seeing is law enforcement is under attack. And that's why we're seeing a rise in crime. Our cities are turning into Gotham. It's because of the job of the media has been highlighting these cases where sometimes it's an honest mistake. Law enforcement, they wear body cameras. They do every single thing right. And then all of a sudden, when there's some minor issue, you highlight it and you try to make it a bigger deal than it is. And you cause rioting on the streets. You have to honestly know how powerful your position is as a journalist. But right now it's waning. And this is why we have social media out there, which is why we're doing this press conference. But it's a shame on you to try to accuse us of saying that law enforcement is targeting people of color. People of color want law enforcement in their communities because you know what? If you go to minority areas, they're the ones who are begging for police because they don't want their homes to be broken into. They don't want their circle case to be closed down. But unfortunately, the media keeps perpetuating this narrative. But look around us, these brave men and women. Do they look like racist to you? No, they're members of our community, and it's time we treat them with respect. It is Friday, 16th September, in the year of our Lord, 2022. Uh, Jack Basobic joins me. We're live from uh, Phoenix, Arizona, at the Great Reset Conference put on by Charlie Kirk and the great team at Turning Point USA. We're very honored to have, after that star turn, both Kerry Lake and Abe Hamaday. Abe is running for Attorney General. Kerry's running for governor on the Republican nomination. Kerry, first off, put it in perspective today. It was this, this is once again, I say why this ticket in Arizona gets it. You guys are always forward leaning. You're always going out to the media. You're talking to the media. You'll take any questions from the media. So talk to us today about 
this whole situation uh, with Governor DeSantis, what happened in Martha's Vineyard, what happened in New York City, what happened at the Naval Observatory in Washington, D.C., and then what your response was to the left-wing media, ma'am. Uh, well, my response to what Governor DeSantis is doing is I, I think what we're seeing the Republican Party doing, the new Republican Party, is taking these issues and hitting them head on. We can no longer sit by and watch our states crumble, our cities crumble under the pressure of this left leaning and this left wing policies. And, you know, I, I don't support and I've been very vocal about this busing and flying people here illegally around. But I do believe that what Governor DeSantis did by flying these illegals right into Martha's Vineyard has set a very strong message to these liberals around the country that, look, we're dealing with this problem every single day and you guys support it. How do you like it now? So I see the messages being sent. That being said, I am not for further uh, smuggling human beings and trafficking them. I am for stopping them from coming in the first place. And when we do catch them and process them, sending back the other way across the border. Look, in, in Martha's Vineyard, you know, they had 50 uh, illegal aliens, you know, uh, flown in. Uh, and I think the town, the, the village itself is 17,000 people. What is the scale of the problem in Arizona? What's the scale of the problem you're going to have to deal with every day as uh, as governor? It's massive. There's thousands of people coming in. I think our, the stats from last year was a little over 2 million. And then I'm hearing we have an additional 2 million. Every law enforcement agency I talk to tells me those numbers are very low. There's way more people coming in that haven't been tracked, that haven't been counted. And so we're looking about at millions, maybe up to 10 million by the time it's all said and done under Joe Biden's uh, regime. So we have to take this seriously. That's why my plan on the border is so strong and it's going to be very aggressive and we're going to start on day one. But, you know, you talked a little bit about the left media, the left wing media. And, and we had a, a press conference last night that Abe and I held because we got the support of police and we're happy to have that because we support the police ourselves. Can you imagine that in, in this day and age, the police have to write a letter to my opponent asking her to please denounce this defund the police movement and denounce this attack on police that we're seeing over and over in the media. And she still hasn't done it because the media carries the water of the left. You heard those questions. They're always trying to spin everything into racism and trying to accuse our police of being racist. And that kind of fake news is very damaging, not only to our black communities, and our poorer communities and all communities, but it's damaging to our police. For example, Steve, we had a case here, Tyler Maldivan, he was a Phoenix police officer, and he was in pursuit of an African-American suspect who was known to be uh, aggressive toward police and had assaulted police before. And he was afraid to pull his gun in a dangerous situation. He came around the corner, he was pursuing that man, that suspect, and because he was afraid to pull his gun out of his holster, lest he get in trouble for that. He, the officer, ended up being shot and almost died. We can't have our police reacting that way in deadly circumstances. They have to be able to protect their own life and stop dangerous people. Look, Kerry, we, we've seen, you know, my home state of Pennsylvania, um, and I'm actually from the Philadelphia area, the homicide rates are 
escalating through the roof. It's going to be record homicides this year. We're seeing this take place in every major city across the country. But for yourself, running as governor, looking at the crime as you see it now, Charlie Kirk just did an incredible video, a horrifying video, by the way, downtown Phoenix of the crime down there, the situation down there, the tent cities. What can you do at the state level to try to actually just what we're really basically saying is clean up these streets? We have a couple of plans. You know, I talked about my border getting serious on the border, stopping the drugs from coming across. We are the pipeline for fentanyl. Arizona is. And we need to push back against the cartels and take control of the border. I also have a plan to deal with and uh, and work to stop, actually, the chronic street homelessness that we have that on our streets here in Phoenix. I think you saw that in Charlie Kirk's video. Those two go hand in hand. We can't clean up and get people help that are drug addicts on the street if we have a constant flow of drugs pouring in. And frankly, we need to tackle the homeless crisis. It's, it's causing crime. These people are uh, hooked on drugs. They're causing crime to get money for those drugs. And we've been looking the other way. We're no longer going to do that. My plan calls for banning street camping, urban camping, getting people in shelters, getting them help, and then going after crime. That means if they're vandalizing, if they're committing petty theft, if they're breaking into storage units, if they're doing uh, trespassing crimes, it's the broken windows policing that Rudy Giuliani did when he came in in the 90s and turned New York City around. We're going to do that statewide. If cities refuse to take part in that, then we will consider pulling their funding. Let me let me ask you, I wish I could take and have you teach a master class in uh, to other candidates about how you handle the media today. I just want to go over again. When they ask these type of questions, what's the first thing that kicks in your mind? Because you have really perfected this. I think it's one of the reasons that you're going to beat Katie Hobbs so badly, but you've been an inspiration to people throughout the country. If, just not to take the premise or the questions. Tell us how you do it. Well, I talked about it actually at the end of that press conference that Abe and I did. And if you want to see the whole press conference, you can go to my Rumble page, Carrie Lake at Rumble. Um, but what I noticed, and I think what I mentioned at the very end of that press conference was you have to listen to the tone of the question being asked. And you can tell right there with the reporter, if they're a biased reporter, there's always an agenda in their questioning. And so you listen to the question. You heard the guy say it. He's trying to push the racism argument that our police are acting and pushing racism. And you could hear right there his bias in the question. And I just focus in on that. And I go right after that bias. And every single time you look how they ask the question, you can see the bias. So I encourage um, candidates to listen to how that question's coming down the line at them. Well, what you're actually doing, it's, it's, you're deconstructing the, their approach. And so, um, when I, when I was deployed at Guantanamo and the interrogation cell, we had 16 approaches for interrogation, but they're lines of questioning. And what you're doing is you're actually deconstructing their approach and actually, in some cases, telling them, uh, how to do their jobs and what would be a better way of actually asking you the question rather than, 
giving them the answer that they're looking for because of course they're going for gotchas you're not just saying i won't answer you're actually deconstructing it and telling them how to do their job better it's like you're teaching them how to be a better uh interviewer or questioner while they're there on the stand and that's something that i mean obviously is a testament to your to your 30 years background um but i, I wanted to get back and and maybe we could bring Abe in on this a little bit is this idea of you know why did we get away from the broken windows theory this version of policing and it's not just policing but it's policing plus plus prosecution because if police are bringing these guys off the streets you block them up but they get let right back out then you're really just making the police do the same job over and over every day like sisyphus um this is something that needs to be done hand in hand it's frustrating for police carrie go ahead go ahead go ahead yeah yeah, carrie take okay go ahead you're absolutely right, Jack. So if you actually look at you know, George Soros, he's actually had this planned out for a while. And that's why, you know, ultimately he took over so many of these DA uh, races and these attorney generals across the country because he ultimately realizes that the law is just a piece of paper with text on it without enforcement. So now what we've witnessed, you know, with Letitia James politicizing and weaponizing her office or what we've witnessed in San Francisco with Chesa Boudin, who is thankfully recalled in June. You know, that that's what's going on. So we really need to have the strong enforcement mechanism. But you're right. It's now they're attacking police. But, you know, since it's not suiting their needs, they're they're pushing away from the defund the police movement, uh, at least overtly. But, you know, we recognize what they did to us over the past two years and how they vilified the, the law enforcement officers. And that's why they're you know, they came out and endorsed Carrie Lake and myself because they know what they were going through. And so many politicians did not have their backs. They just look at their opinion polls before making their decisions. But Carrie Lake and myself, we look at the Constitution before making ours. And that's what exactly what we're doing. We're going to uphold the rule of law. Abe, hang on for one second. We'll hold you through the break. Carrie, how do people find out more about you, your campaign? Where are you going to be this weekend? Because this is a grassroots effort. Uh, you can go to carrylake.com, K-A-R-I-L-A-K-E.com, and I, I encourage you to go there and look at the issues page. You click on the issues link, you'll see where I stand on every issue. And I believe that I have the solutions to offer for Arizona, for every Arizona, Democrat, Independent, and Republican. Everybody wants solutions to the problems we have in our state. Carrie, has Katie Hobbs agreed yet to uh, stand on a stage and do her interview with the Arizona people like you've committed to? Has she done that yet? She's not going to do it. I mean, we, we, we asked them to extend that deadline right up until the second the debate starts. We're happy to have her whenever she finds the courage. I guarantee you after she watches that press conference, there's no chance she stands on the same stage with uh, with Carrie Lake. Impossible. Not going to happen. Carrie Lake, honored to have you on here. We're going to hold a holiday through the break. Carrie, thank you so much. Thank She's you. scared, Steve. They, she's scared. running, running scared. K- they call K- that scared. Katie Hobbs is scared to death of Carrie Lake. Scared to death. I hate to be, I hate to be that blunt about it. She's scared to death of it. I want to hold a, we're going to take a short break. I got a Pasovic, my wingman here. We're going to have Calamity Jane, a Zirkel, Captain Maureen Bannon, Charlie Kirk. We're packed. What I want to do though, I think if we can cut it quickly enough, I want to play the Abe Hamaday part once again. This was absolutely what if I was Hamaday, all I would do is cut that into a 30 second spot, an incredibly powerful statement from a young man running for attorney general in the great state of Arizona next in the war room. What's never good when your nation's supposed authority on economic policy completely misses the flashing red lights of impending inflation. Now, Treasury Secretary Janet Yellen has finally admitted, quote, 
There's been an unanticipated and large shocks to the economy that have boosted energy and food prices and supply bottlenecks that affected our economy badly that I didn't at the time fully understand, end quote. You know who understands the real threat of inflation? People who invested in gold and silver with Birch Gold Group. They're protecting their savings from a highly turbulent economy by diversifying their 401k or IRA into gold, physical gold. It's not too late for you to take action now. Text Bannon, B-A-N-N-O-N, to 989898 and get a free info kit on diversifying and protecting your savings with precious metals. With an A-plus rating from the Better Business Bureau, countless five-star reviews, and thousands of satisfied customers, text Bannon, B-A-N-N-O-N, to 989898, and get the real help from Birch Gold today. Again, text Bannon to 989898 to claim your free, no-obligation information kit on protecting your savings with gold. I could follow up. Look behind us. You're acting as if it's one race joined the law enforcement agencies. Law enforcement is made up of our community. Of course, they have a vested interest in keeping our community safe, and they're not targeting people based off race. This is a lie that's been perpetuated by the media and by members of these organizations. And why you consistently bring this up is you seek to further divide our country. Right now, what you're seeing is law enforcement is under attack, and that's why we're seeing a rise in crime. Our cities are turning into Gotham. It's because of the job of the media has been highlighting these cases where sometimes it's an honest mistake. Law enforcement, they wear body cameras. They do every single thing right. And then all of a sudden, when there's some minor issue, you highlight it and you try to make it a bigger deal than it is. And you cause rioting on the streets. You have to honestly know how powerful your position is as a journalist. But right now it's waning. And this is why we have social media out there, which is why we're doing this press conference. But it's a shame on you to try to accuse us of saying that law enforcement is targeting people of color. People of color want law enforcement in their communities because you know what? If you go to minority areas, they're the ones who are begging for police because they don't want their homes to be broken into. They don't want their circle case to be closed down. But unfortunately, the media keeps perpetuating this narrative. But look around us, these brave men and women. Do they look like racist to you? No, they're members of our community, and it's time we treat them with respect. Wow, welcome back. Abe Hamaday is running for attorney general. That's what people want to see, Abe. I mean, right there, that's a 30-second spot. What people want to see is not just stopping defund the police. It's someone in the uh, attorney general's office that will actually have the back of the police Abe, uh, tell us, what inspired you to, to, off the top of your head, say that? You know, I just speak from the heart, Steve and Jack. It's, you know, to witness, you know, we, we served in the military, all of us here, and we get thanked for our military service all the time. But too often, the ones who wear the police uniform, they go to the streets of war every single day without the backing of the the citizens without the backing of the city council without the backing of the mayor so it's really a thankless job what's happened i mean you know we just had the 21st anniversary of 9-11 and i remember you know the the months and years after that we used to respect our law enforcement officers as heroes but it's sad what they're trying to do is trying to you know deconstruct our society into these miserable chaotic places and they start that by demoralizing our police officers so you know i told the law enforcement officers 
I will take the arrows. I've already taken a bunch of arrows from the media. You know, I simply don't care what they think of me. And I will always have their backs as I know the type of work that they go through. I mean, as a former prosecutor, I used to go on police ride-alongs. I used to go to scenes. I used to, you know, actually watch body cams. And it's, you know, there's, they also do a tremendous amount of good in the community. But too often the media just highlights, you know, one instance or one minor issue. So, you know, that's where I just speak from the heart. And the media, I mean, they were shocked with Carrie Lake and I. It was a good one-two uh, punch combination there. But I think they, were, they, were, they had their tails between their legs at the end of the press conference. I want to unpack a little bit about what you're saying in terms of your your theory on the of the case, because you, you mentioned the Soros prosecutors and the idea that they have. They always talk about uh, criminal justice reform. We need to we need bail reform, getting rid of cash bail. There was that law that just got passed in Illinois, the Safety Act, that's eliminating cash bail for a number of even violent crimes at this point. Um, but it sounds like what you're offering is something closer to the broken windows theory, this idea of taking violent criminals and even the lesser crimes, getting those off the street because it's the idea of protecting society. You know, I think when they, when they asked that question earlier, you know, does law enforcement target people of color? It's almost like you could turn around. No, they defend people of color. Actually, they defend victims, uh, of criminals. That's the whole point. They're targeting criminals. So if you could walk us through what is your, theory from a judicial standpoint of enforcing the law well absolutely i mean as a prosecutor you uphold the law and there needs to be consequences for actions but this idea that progressive george soros type of prosecutors are trying to shove down our throats is that there's lawlessness and there's no consequences and that's what we're seeing in california with san francisco los angeles or you go to portland or chicago or new york i mean these cities are turning into gotham they already have and it's just i mean it's common sense right i don't think giuliani and bernie carrick you know i don't think it was we just returned to the basics and uh so that's exactly what we're saying is you know most people and this is why it's such an easy message to sell and why you know law and order is such a top of mind issue is because they recognize that in a matter of a few months or even a few years we've seen once great cities turning turn into hell holes and it's because of democratic policies and the media refuses to act like they're complicit in that they refuse to acknowledge that these cities that people are fleeing from are democratic run cities so, and you know, unfortunately, it, it goes and tries to invade Arizona. We already have one Soros prosecutor down in Pima County, for instance. So and it's rising and it's just this culture that's been changing. So that's where we have to stand up for our culture, our American culture, which is a rule of law. And so, you know, I, I don't know what the end game is on their end, but it's something that we have to defeat this November because I'm not sure we can survive as a country with the weaponization of these offices all across the country. I mean, the reason why AG races are so much more powerful than ever before. I mean, my primary cost $7 million between six candidates. And the reason why is because we finally recognize state AGs are powerful. And look at Letitia James. I mean, she's basically bankrupted so many people and bankrupted businesses. And that's exactly what we have to prevent because now we finally recognize the role of state attorneys general. So we have to keep it in good hands and have it a good steward of the rule of law. Abe, how do people find out more about you, more about the campaign? Arizona, Carrie Lake, and, and you and Fincham, it is the ticket that, that is the most important probably in the country at a state level. How do people find out more about you? 
Absolutely. They can go to abeforag.com, abeforag.com. And I look forward to working with Governor Carrie Lake and Secretary of State Mark Fincham. You know, we're going to tackle all these issues, including you know, the election integrity as well, Steve. Abe, fight on. Incredible press conference today. Just incredible. Just amazing. By the way, is, is Charlie Kirk in, in, is Charlie Kirk in the house now? I, I think uh, there's some there's this, this six we're, foot three we're, silhouette we're, behind well, the lights it, over it. here. We're, we're at with, the, with a, I had the bagpipes didn't play. We're at the, <laughs> we're at the I thought no seriously I thought the guy walks around he's got the bagpipe you know the the, the that's not a, you know that's not a recording by the way on his show he actually has the bagpiper right there. He's a Kirk. It was Bill he's Barr at first, but he fired him. He's a Kirk. Uh, Charlie, can we get Charlie into? We get Charlie. We pull the camera back and get it. We don't even need a headset. We'll just get. Okay, we're well, at the Great Reset Conference. We're live. I got Pasovic. We'll just move over. We got a microphone, right don't here. we? Oh, right just here. right oh, there. We, we just got a microphone. We don't need a headset. There you go. Can we get a? Can we get a three shot? We're doing, we're doing the cover. See. <laughs> there you go. That's hey, hey. See? look at that. So Charlie Kirk, why? What are we here today for? What is the Great Reset? Why are we doing this conference? And by the way, this started as a small idea and it's really metastasized. Oh, I mean, it's huge. grown into something huge. It's kind of funny. We had this space at this hotel committed for a different event and it just ended up, we were not exactly caught up with it. It's for Turning Point Academy teachers training. We're doing that in December. And so we were obligated to do something. We said, hey, we wanted to do something around the Great Reset for quite some time, Davos, World Economic Forum. And so we said, let's bring in Steve. Let's bring in a couple people. And Steve, it's turned into this unbelievable thing. We've sold it out. We've sold it out three times over. The digital audience is incredible. We now obviously have this accompanying booklet. And I think there's a reason for this, though. The reason really is that, you know, people are recognizing and realizing that there's a global game playing out right now. It's the World Economic Forum against American citizens. So it's about empowerment. It's about education. You know, Steve, we do a lot of big events at Turning Point. Our America Fest yes. in December, huge. And they kind of have a rally theme. Well, there'll be a little bit of that, but this is, this educate, this conference we've branded as, it's time to go deep. It's time to take notes. It's actually a workshop. It's a workshop. We want yeah. people to leave with no So this is not going to be the rally because the, the one no, you have in no. December is almost like no, a, this isn't rah, rah. a three day rock concert. Yeah. I mean, and no we rah, want rah, it right to be here. that way yeah. because we need that kind yes. of big energy. public displays yes. of support, energy and celebration. Today, these next couple of days, and they'll be able to watch, by the way, on Real America's Voice yes. in the coming days, um, and your keynote tonight, Steve, which we're looking forward to, what can the average everyday American do to push back against Klaus Schwab, to push back against Justin Trudeau, Bill Gates? Um, and then we have, we have this for everyone at home, kind of a go-along study guide, if you will, and they can get it at tpusa.com for a gift of any amount. It's the American response to the Great Reset. So we got three Real America Voice uh, hosts here, myself, and of course you're doing the night, the geopolitical show at night and everything, mm -hmm. and Charlie Kirk's got that great show that follows War Room every day. Real America's Voice is going to stream this. We're going to get to Ben Burkwam in a second. They're also going to do the Trump rally tomorrow. The great Ben Burkwam is actually out there and on the border. Did you get the, were you inspired because uh, you sent Pasovic over to Davos and he got rolled up in like the first, he's sitting there at a cafe. That was fun. He sat there drinking a, ca a coffee and they, and, right. they and they yeah. actually show up and it was, was that well, inspired you? It, it, well, that was part of it. You know, Jack's documentary about the great reset airs tomorrow. It's a capstone. This hold on, hold on. Is this going to premiere at the conference? Right. So, right. so Steve, we, okay. um, we were over there and it was, we weren't just over there to get arrested, by the way. So Charlie sent me over. He said, he said, let's do a documentary on the great reset. I said, great. You know, I'll, I'll book the studio time. And Charlie goes, no, no, you're going to Switzerland. You're going to Davos. You're going to get right in their faces. Yeah. We did. Well, we did Geneva as well. Health. Sat down with Norbin Laden. So yes. Norbin Laden's in. We it. did the world health. The, we did the world. So we did the yeah. world health. Remember, this was the pandemic treaty. They yes. want to put a treaty together yes. to give themselves the power to declare 
uh, pandemics inside the sovereign nations. So you're giving your sovereignty up to the WHO. So we go to Geneva, then we go to Davos. Then I guess Tedros must have called up, um, must have called up Schwab and said, "Hey, Pasovic's coming." So we're going to send. I don't out think the thugs they need. I don't. Need, I don't think they need to. So they send, I don't think Tedros need to all call. They that, know Jack Pasovic's uh, in, in town. So all of that, all of that was recorded. The first episode of this is going to be premiering at the. It's it's the end of the conference. So end the first the episode ends at the end of the conference. But Steve, also though, part of this event is we have to continually have public displays of support that show the other side that you might throw stuff at us, you may try to investigate us, even try to do phony indictments. We're going to keep organizing, keep doing things. They're trying to demoralize us. It's a Soviet strategy, demoralization. Like the subpoenas the other day, demoralize and Mike Lindell. They're trying to scare people. They're trying to scare people. Hey, if you if you have products on Mike Lindell's My Store, you're going to be rolled up by the FBI. Okay, take a short commercial break. We have Charlie Kirk, Jack Basobic, Stephen K. Bannon. We're live at the Great Reset Conference Turning Point USA in the Metro Phoenix area. There's still time to get tickets. Go TP, uh, tpusa.com. Yeah, at, at this point, just show up at the Arizona <laughs> Grand Hotel <laughs> and say, Steve sent me, and we'll see what happens. Short break. Maybe we'll be so. back on Real America's Voice. The War Room, next. Pandemic with Stephen K. Bannon. The epidemic is a demon, and we cannot let this demon hide. War Room Pandemic. Here's your host, Stephen K. Bannon. Charlie, is it true you you invited not just Klaus Schwab but George Soros? Sure, we'll go with that. Yeah, <laughs> they, they are more than welcome to do. Let's just say an AMA. They could take questions from our audience at any time. If Bring Klaus them Schwab, all. Uh, Fauci, Ted, we, we've actually read Stephen Klaus King. Schwab's book too. No, no, no. That's part of you've done. And look, it's still getting out there, so that's why we have to explain exactly what the status and dynamics, the structure, nomenclature, all of it today over the over the next two days. But you guys, being turning point always have an edge, right? <laughs> and the edge work here is saying, hey, we want to know how we take it on That's exactly and how right. we defeat it. Yes. So walk us away. It is a yeah. workshop. It's not a rally. Like you see these turning point uh, conferences, they're full of energy, people high-fiving. I, I did mean, request the fireworks for my interest. Uh, it's, it's Jack Wood. Well, we got something for you, Steve. Just Excellent. wait. Okay, good. I'd like that. Um, but what is it about being a workshop and saying, here's how we're going to defeat this, here's how we're going to take it on? You, you can't go about solving something that which you do not know. That, that's an old proverb. And so that's the first thing is educating the population. But then going through every dynamic. So we got Pedro Gonzalez. we got Terry Schilling. Yes. Going Pedro. through the arc. So Pedro's going to talk about the power of investigative reporting and looking into kind of this That's regime. a guy who'll get in your grill. Oh, yeah. No, Pedro will find out where the skeletons are buried. <laughs> Pedro is not a journalist. Pedro is a Sicario. He's, Pedro is, is the best. Sicario. And then we got Terry Schilling talking about how the family is being destroyed by the World Economic Forum and how we need to rebuild the American family from the bottom up and the local side of it. So the theme you're going to see the next 24 hours here at the Great Reset event is all about local, is that the smaller beats the big, more agile, the closer to the source of familiarity, the harder it is to crush that. That's, that is the great flaw in the globalist philosophy. Wow, subsidiarity. That's exactly right. And so if we have a 1,000, 10,000, 50,000 micro communities that are strong and anti-fragile, which is one of my favorite terms, yep. we get stronger the more they throw at us. Yeah. And we're going to talk a lot about that. We're also going to talk about how... You're you talking know, about a precinct strategy that's weaponized but understands it has a role not just in the nation, but it has a role to take down... 
the Great Reset, which is really the globalist that, agenda right. to take us down, and, take and, our sovereignty. And the thing the Great Reset hates the most is when you mention – with the great World Economic Forum, the Great Reset people, you mention their plans. You mention how they go about doing it. It drives them nuts. And so that's what we're going to be doing these next couple of days. We want every sitting – there will be millions of people watching this online, millions. We'll have a packed house here tonight in Phoenix. We want every single person to know the threat but then feel comfort that there are actionable items in front of you that can actually go about solving this and defeating these crooks and these robber barons from Davos. Did you tell me about when you were there, Jack, when you went to all these uh, panels, you got every, you know, every big shot in the world, media, consulting, legal, uh, investment banking, capital markets. Are they that tough? No, no, tough. No, not at all. These, these people, look, when you had little, little Savannah Hernandez comes up, so we all, they, they bring in their thugs, they go after us, they, we get, we get frisked the front and the back, had my undertack on, um, no, no, no dinner first. And then little Savannah Hernandez comes up, five, five foot two, but one of the feistiest reporters behind the mic camera there are. And just gets in their grill and starts yelling at them. Why are you doing this? Why have you put him up? Why are you taking these con these cameras? They immediately fade. They pop away. These guys, they've never been in a street fight. They've yeah. never been in a bar fight. They've never gotten their feet dirt or their, their fingernails dirty. They've never, as Charlie said, the, you know, uh, we, we like the people who take a shower before work and after work. Um, I like that one. That was a good line. You Thank know, you. they're not, this is not the muscular class. No. Okay, this is your white collar. These are the people, by the way. The, this is the reason that we have the inflation that we do today. Because all of the low interest rates, this is where Zero. all the money is going yeah. to float these people. They have no clue what they're doing. I will tell you one thing, though. For all the talk that we got of Ukraine and they flew in, leave Schreiber, and he's talking about his grandparents they had, and everything. They had Zelensky doing a... a Zelensky a, a, came a, in. They had Hold on, uh, Axios. Victor, Victor Jonathan, Sw Jonathan Swan did a, the big interview right yeah, there. So where he says you right. got to read all the World War II mem memoirs. Right, so I'm, I'm there in the, the Russia war crimes house, underwritten by Victor Pinchuk, who was the biggest number one donor to the Clinton Foundation, yep. underwritten by him, sitting there with Tanya Tay, as we're watching the Jonathan Swan interview with Zelensky. Meanwhile, though, I'll tell you one thing. We walked up and down. They call it the they call it the, the international road there. We went to every conference, every panel. You know what word was not heard once throughout all of this conference? Taiwan. CCP is all over Big this time. thing. And you have to understand that is the basic deal. Yeah. They'll never mention it. But the way the global yeah. globalist system works well, is Geneva. a global supply chain. Yeah. It's Western capital, yeah. Western consumers, and the CCP manufacturers. You go, you go to Geneva, That's they, the they, they've deal. totally infiltrated the, uh, the UN infrastructure. Uh, real quickly, we have the populist nationalist movement here in Phoenix at this conference, but also tomorrow, J.D. Vance and President Trump in a huge rally in Ohio. Let's go to Ben Burkwam, Real America's Voice. Uh, ben, tell us about well, how big is this? Uh, how big is the rally going to be tomorrow, sir? Uh, I expect it to be as big as what we saw just a couple weeks ago, guys, uh, in, in Pennsylvania. Uh, the, the people here are pumped. I was actually interviewing a couple of the people, the, the workers, three young black guys that live here in Youngstown, and they, they came out and they're like, man, we're so happy you guys are coming out here. I asked the guys this morning, and I just posted the interview. It's incredible. Like, what do you think between Joe Biden and President Trump? And, and, and they laid it out so clearly. Uh, and it goes right back to what you guys are talking about, the Great Reset, Klaus Schwab, all of this destruction of the economies. They laid it out. President Trump increased the, the economy. President Trump created more jobs, created more opportunity. Joe Biden has killed that. And that's what the Great Reset does. It destroys the Western world. It destroys our opportunity in, our, in this country and the Western countries around the world and redistributes that. That's why the border is so critical. That's why the destruction of the border is all part of that. And that's why these patriots back here are pumped up to be out here. Some of them, some of them got here on Tuesday. 
These guys are out here, uh, and we're going to see thousands tomorrow as well. Ben, I got to ask you, uh, you're in Ohio, but I know you're following the uh, what's happening in Martha's Vineyard. You've done more than anybody yeah. this great investigative reporting on the border. You've been in Del Rio. I mean, you were at the International Bridge. Uh, you've been in Eagle Pass uh, for over a year, almost two years now. Tell us what you think about what Governor DeSantis did. Oh, you know, two parts to that. I think what DeSantis did is great. Uh, he, he, he's having these people bust in, shipped in, flown in by Joe Biden to his state. He should ship them right back out. And if it's sending them to Martha's Vineyard to show the hypocrisy of the left, that's great. I still don't agree with Governor Abbott sending them anywhere else other than back across the border. That's why it's so critical. You just had Kerry Lake on. That's why it's so critical we get Kerry Lake as governor of Arizona. We cannot allow the people to come in. We have to declare the invasion, stop them at the border, send them back. Now, the states where Joe Biden's shipping them to, by all means, I think DeSantis should send them there, uh, make a mockery of their hypocrisy every single day. But what we need to do is actually stop them from coming over in the first place. But it's it's hilarious. I mean, they just can't help it. The same people, 90% of the vote on Martha's yeah. Vineyard was for Joe Biden and 50 illegals show up and they lose their minds. I mean, it's awesome. Yeah. Uh, ben, give the uh, War Room Posse there a shout out. Tell them we love them. We're from Phoenix Live this weekend, but our hearts are there with them in Ohio. Have a, uh, have a fantastic uh, coverage. What time, what time is Real America's Voice coverage start tomorrow? Uh, it starts at 3 p.m. Uh, tomorrow afternoon. And then, of course, we're going to be with you tonight. We've got a special tonight from 7 to 9 p.m. Eastern. And then we're going to be cutting right to you guys, jumping back and forth and then cutting back. So all night tonight, all day tomorrow, starting at 3 p.m. tomorrow live from here. Ben Burkwam, great job. Thank you very much, sir. Charlie, let me, yes, let me ask Thank you. you. Uh, Thank Mark you, guys. Trump says the, that. The, you and, thanks. Thanks, brother. Thank, tell the posse out there we love them. Uh, you guys are the best in the world about thinking through strategically messaging. Talk to me about Martha's Vineyard, the Naval Observatory, New York City, oh, yeah. what they're doing. Well, first of all, obviously, they should be deported back to their home country, not further inland. However, winning the narrative wins the war. PR is a big part of whether or not you're able to actually long-term win a cultural battle. So some people say it's a PR stunt. Of course it is, and it's a brilliant one. It's awesome. The way they've been reacting has completely revealed what they believe, how they actually don't believe diversity is their strength. They, they just kicked them off the island of Martha's Vineyard. Called the National Guard. They played there's into 50 this people. There's 50 but, people. But here's the thing. Look, a Democrat governor, by the way, calls in the National Guard for illegal immigrants. Imagine if any of these, right, I'm not playing the whole, like, imagine if conservatives did it, but if, if Ron DeSantis called in the National Guard and declared invasion the way Carrie Lake is talking about and called in the National Guard to round up illegals, they would lose their ever loving mind. Tra Charlie Baker ba does it, and they but say, oh, he's so humanitarian, yeah. he's so humane, we love him. Baker just it. acts like a Democrat. He is a Republican. No, but you though, understand, right? yes, this, yes, this yes, is yes. not hypocrisy, it's hierarchy. Yes. Well, th there's one other point to this, though. You read Solinsky's Rules for Radicals. One of the ones that they apply better than we do is make the enemy live up to its own book of rules. Yes. Its own rules. And this is exactly what it is. You want illegals, you want border-wise open, fine, then you you have to all of a sudden greet plane ride, plane loads of people coming to you. The PR battle is very important. In fact, I support more stunts, more hijacking the news cycle of issues that can make us win the where midterm would you, election. Where would you send them next? Oh, I'm out to Aspen. Aspen? I got, Aspen well, I Institute got, needs 50 Venezuelans I would go. I would go, the, I would go to the Hamptons, but wait, I'm just tossing wait, that wait, out there. Wait, wait, guys. You're, 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 missing, you're, day, you're missing the obvious. You're missing the obvious. Rehoboth Delaware. Beach. Yeah. Rehoboth oh, Beach, God. Delaware. Come on. Ask Joe, send them right he, he, here, to Here's front the main door. thing. You know what's so shocking is so much of the mainstream media didn't even understand how many, you know, the two million that are, are, are registered, the 4.9 to have come across. They were absolutely shocked. They sent correspondents there that didn't have any of the details That's right. of this invasion. They have, they have none of the details. And so you look at what would it have cost 
to buy television advertisements at this point in the election cycle to get immigration back on the forefront. Probably $100 million. It was a $100 million super PAC buy to get everyone talking about the illegal invasion and how Democrats don't actually want to live up to their own standards. For 50 plane tickets. For, for 50 plane tickets, not and just for one flight to Martha's Vineyard. Because yeah. they were doing this. Abbott was busting to Chicago and D.C. was getting a little coverage. If you want to get Democrats' attention, don't send it to Kamala Harris's home. Send it to Kamala Harris's donor's home. Could you imagine the White House switchboard of Democrat donors calling the White House, get them out of our island? Look, look, you can't get more, uh, you can't get more pro-Trump than War Room or, or Charlie Kirk show or, or Turning Point or any of that. But Ron DeSantis, this, this was circa, this was Trump circa 15, right? Uh, this is a full flex. This was, I don't know, like Steve Bannon's strategy of bringing Bill Clinton rape survivors to debate level. I mean, that's, that's some, that's, that's some, Takes a spine. Let's put it that way. But I love it. And the, re- I, I, the final point I'll make on this, which I think is so critically important, their reaction was perfect. They call it a natural disaster. They literally said it's a natural disaster that 50 Venezuelans are coming to Martha's Vineyard. NBC News Ken just Burns had to delete. Said it was Ken Burns. Ken Burns. The, Holocaust. Holocaust. Yeah. the NBC News just had to delete a tweet where they said, quote, it's like going around dropping off the trash anywhere you want to go. NBC tweeted it out. I have it. Yeah, the tweet's out there. It's a real thing. So there, it's. It's PR brilliance on behalf let, of DeSantis. Let's, we started with Kerry Lake and Abe Hamaday. Turning Point's headquarters here in, uh, in your big plant is here in, in Arizona. You do a bunch of your big conferences. This Arizona race is so important. But Kerry Lake sets a new standard mm-hmm. for be, go back and being aggressive against the media. Yeah. And Kerry Lake has also, I think, had the appropriate policy response, not PR response, saying we're going to send them back to Guatemala, Honduras, Mexico, not just the Hamptons, Aspen or Martha's Vineyard. The race of Kerry Lake, the race of Blake Masters. This is the seminal race in the entire country. If we can win this back against both the Uniparty lives in Arizona. You could see it with kind of squishy Kirsten Cinema, the McCain family, Jeff Flake. If we're able to win this, it'll be not just defeating the Democrats in Arizona, but the Republican establishment, Carrie Lake and Blake Masters, one of the most important races in the country. One more time, uh, Charlie, about the conference. Where do people go? How do they watch it? How do they view it? How do they get here if they still want to come? So it'll be airing live on Real America's Voice tonight. Uh, look, the, be- the easiest way is just go to tpusa.com. All the information is there. We also have this booklet. Steve and Jack are on the cover. You guys can get it for any amount of money to Turning Point USA. It's TP usa.com chip in a dollar chip in five chip in ten we'll send it to you it's very important you read this book it's a message of hope and empowerment why does the Pasoba get the nice lighting and i'm, I'm all the dark the the, the, the you're the dark lord you're the dark lord over why, there why always yeah. the specter of darkness that's right i don't know okay. that's klaus schwab but charlie kirk uh great that you're putting this on uh Thank thanks you. for having a war room here really appreciate it and look forward to the the entire weekend see you guys in a couple hours thank and you there's gonna be some prizes some surprise we not oh we don't say no don't say big, don't i don't say i don't know who it is there is a guest that he's it will break the internet he's gonna say it isn't no it? i'm not you better there is a guest. i don't know it how can i say it there is a guest that will break the internet don't tell him it's huge okay i don't know Charlie Kirk, thank you. Thank Jack, you, you want to hang around? You got a big around? mouth Irishman over here. We're, we're going to hang around. I'm here, I'm here, I'm here. Got a Scott, a Poland, and an Irishman. I like that. I that's like a life I like for the you. way you that's finish those bagpipes. That's a, that's, that's a, and they are live. It's not recorded. Charlie's been practicing. He's, he's going to be playing it himself next. Okay, short break. Back here in uh, Phoenix in a moment. Friends, if you've ever wanted to stock up on emergency food and save a ton of money at the same time, now is your chance. For just a few days more, my Patriot Supply is knocking $250 off their three-month emergency food kit. This is the lowest price in three years, and it may not happen again because of inflation. So don't miss your chance to save big on the emergency food you're going to need when the food shortages hit. Go to prepare 
withbannon.com. That's preparewithbannon.com right now and stock up while it's affordable. My Patriot Supply is charging less so they can help families more, but they can't do this all day long. Remember, this food stays fresh for up to 25 years, so it's ready the moment you need it. Right now, you'll save 250 bucks on each three-month emergency food kit you order at preparewithbannon.com. That's preparewithbannon.com. This is the lowest price in years, but this price will be gone in just a matter of days. Go to preparewithbannon.com right now. Preparewithbannon.com. Use your agency. Action, action, action. Arrived. The new social media taking on big tech, protecting free speech, and canceling cancel culture. Join the marketplace of ideas. The platform for independent thought has arrived. Superior technology. No more selling your personal data. No more censorship. No more cancel culture. Enough. Getter has arrived. It's time to say what you want the way you want. Download now. Okay, welcome back. We're at the Phoenix uh, metro area. We're here for the talk, uh, Turning Point USA conference on the Great Reset about how to uh, confront it. By the way, this is, this is why Pasovic's so good. Pasovic's always thinking about marketing. You're, 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 you're branding, the branding, you're, branding. You're the best. That's why, that's why you're the king of uh, Twitter. I've got April Moss, Captain Bannon, April from Real America's Voice. Why is Real America's Voice here? What are you going to be covering? How important is it? this conference on the Great Reset. Yeah, well, we start coverage tonight, 9 p.m. Eastern. So uh, we are going to be discussing, here's what it is. This is not just a rah-rah event, as Charlie just said, but this is about equipping people with real education and tools so that we can put a stop to this globalist agenda that has now infiltrated almost every aspect of our society, Steve. You know, as well as I do, with Biden's executive order that just came out this week, September 12th, Big. right? You read Big. through that thing, and basically Big. it's trying to implement this, uh, you know, fourth industrial revolution that Klaus Schwab has intended to put uh, the entire world under. What April's talking about is the executive order. We're going to have Joe Allen in here in the uh, second hour of the show to go through it because it's very disturbing. It's actually the executive order that's all about transhumanism. So yeah, I, I agree a hundred percent. April, you're, you came, uh, I think Project Veritas, you did Project with you, an investigative reporter, Real America's Voice. You're working on some big things in the uh, Golden State in California. We're going to try to get April back on tomorrow to talk about some of your investigations, yeah. but you're here for both days. To do the I'll conference. be here tonight, uh, reporting from the de- defeat, the great reset. And then again, tomorrow, Real America's Voice hosting coverage starting at 12 p.m. Eastern. So make sure you stay tuned to that. We are going to have great interviews with the speakers, of course, Charlie Kirk. I hear Mike Lindell might even make an appearance tomorrow morning as well. The Mike Lindell. By the way, the Real America's Voice is going to be going back and forth tonight and tomorrow between the Trump rally, J.D. Vance, and folks out in uh, out in Ohio and also uh, here in, uh, in Phoenix at the Turning Point USA conference. So, Captain Bannon, you and Jane Zirkel, Calamity Jane, she's going to join us in the next hour. You guys are going to be here. What are you going to be doing? Talk, are you going to be interviewing people, doing the spot interviews like we did at the summit in a CPAC? Yes, interviewing the um, people speaking and also the people in the audience to just to get the feel of how they're feeling on the ground. So very, we're both very excited to be here. No, the power of what we did at CPAC and at, uh, at the uh, summit for Mike Lindell, I mean, the audience interviews were just fantastic, particularly uh, everybody's jacked up on the precinct strategy. Everybody's jacked up on, on, well, on fighting. And this is what this is about. Your, your thing, and this is what I like about what you and Charlie set up, this is just not a workshop to learn more about it. Clearly, we're going to do a deep dive 
on exactly what is the World Economic Forum, what is the globalist, how does the capital markets work, how does it work with the military and geopolitically. But the point of this, which Turning Point's so great at, is how do you take activists at the grassroots level and how do you combat it? You don't have to be in some Wall Street investment bank. You don't have to be a United States senator. You don't have to be secretary of defense. You can do it at a grassroots level. And that's why this is the, the really how do you confront and combat uh, the uh, Great Reset. And this is one of the reasons that you went to Davos early in the year for the now it was in May. It wasn't as traditional January. But you were there and you were uh, you, you weren't arrested, but you were you were hassled, let's say. We were detained. Yeah, no, we were detained um, by Klaus Schwab's thugs. He sent them out after me, my entire crew, as we're filming the docuseries. So everyone's seen that video of us getting uh, getting detained. And then, of course, the great Savannah Hernandez coming over um, and really just popping up and and getting in the face of everybody. They don't realize that we were detained for an entire hour prior to that video. But what were they asking you when you were detained? Oh, what, who, what, what are you doing? What are you doing here? These, what are you filming? These, these they were, asked us this was see, not they Swiss police. Footage. This was not Swiss this police. This is Swiss police. Swiss, Swiss police, police that's assigned to the World Economic Forum. So it right. says World Economic Forum on their patches. That's what I saw, yeah. And they're asking, they were asking us for our footage. They were tactically up. They were, they up were trying armor. to, they oh, were yeah. up armored. They, they had the MP5s, the nine millimeter rounds, everything. Um, also, this was the quick response force. This wasn't just the plainclothes guys who were going around keeping an eye on things. I had already talked to them and we had already showed them our passes, showed them our passports, told them who we are. I said, Hey, turning point USA, you could, you can check them out. They're, Fully oh, that's always a great calling card at Davos. Oh yeah, I'm with Charlie Kirk's partner. Yeah, 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 exactly. They love, right. they yeah, love Charlie, that. Charlie, let's get yeah, a show been, on here. Let's well, it would have been only one step better if I had said that I was doing that. No, but you remember, by the way, you remember what you, cause I had just done a hit from War Room on the show yes. and then you just said you better watch out because Jack Posobiec's on the loose in Tavos. So I do the end of the hit, you say that and then within 5 minutes of me getting off war room, they send up the two vans, the quick and these are the guys by the way, if there's like a terrorist attack that they would send out against them so they come Holy, after us. Dude, they consider you a terrorist attack. Okay. Yeah, exactly. Planning. There was no oh, doubt. They, and they should, by the way, they should. Because what we're doing here, this is what they don't understand. We haven't even revealed yet any of this documentary. We put out just a video of it. Twitter censored the trailer of our docuseries. It's called The Great Global Reset. We actually go through, I go through Klaus Schwab's book. Wow. chapter and verse wow. of the Great Reset. And we combine this wow. from a military perspective, from an economic perspective, of course, transhumanism, but even, Steve, from the medical perspective, because we get in Norbin Laden, we go to Geneva, we talk about Tedros, we talk about how uh, Woodrow Wilson, we go to the Woodrow Wilson Palace, how he laid out all of this a hundred years ago. The League of Nations. The League of Nations. And so, we, and it's all Woodrow Wilson, Woodrow Wilson Boulevard, Woodrow Wilson Harbor down there, all of this. But what we've done here, and Charlie's got the great book, booklet out, so you can get it any Donation, any size, tpusa.com, how to fight back. T-P-A, T-P, T-P-U-S-A. T-P-U-S-A.com. You can still get tickets if you're in the uh, metro Phoenix area, anywhere around. Uh, you can also find out how to watch it, and you can watch it on Real America's Voice. And your documentary is going to premiere. Yes, ma'am. Oh, I just want to say, if you're not in the Phoenix area, I highly encourage you to go to tpusa.com and Real America's Voice and tune in for the live coverage, not only today, but also tomorrow. And simulcast. Okay, Charlie Kirk, your um, founder of what, Turning we, Point USA. The world's elites are in Switzerland planning the Great Reset. 
a global agenda that will destroy the American way of life. They're waging war on our country, and that is why Turning Point USA is empowering every American to stop the Great Reset dead in its tracks. But to win this battle, we need Americans who know the agenda at play and are ready to rise up. That is why I am giving away my new book for a gift of any amount, even just $1, to get your copy of The Conservative Response to the Great Reset. You can also go to tpusa.com to order. That is tpusa.com. It is time to save America, and it starts with getting your copy of The Conservative Response to the Great Reset. Go to tpusa.com to order. That is tpusa.com to get your copy today. Go there right now. War Room Posse, you already know free speech is under constant attack by the swamp and their big tech allies. They resell your communications and personal data while lecturing and laughing at you. I've got the solution. Unplug Systems, a secure communications company, has an app suite you can install on any Android phone, including its own uncancelable app store, VPN, antivirus, and highly encrypted messenger better than Wicker, Signal, Telegram, or anything else. None of your message or VPN traffic is stored, analyzed, or sold. Claim your security for only $10 a month. Go to their website, unplugged.com. That's unplugged.com slash warroom to install the Unplugged Suite. It's secure. It's private. It's the way we stay connected and informed. Get it now. Take action, action, action. Use your agency. They put Peter Navarro in leg irons for simply doing his constitutional duty. Now they want to put Peter in prison for standing up for Donald Trump. Please go to Amazon right now and order Taking Back Trump's America to help fund Peter's legal defense. Taking Back Trump's America provides a critical MAGA blueprint to put Trump back in the White House in 2024. Buy Taking Back Trump's America on Amazon today. If they can put Peter Navarro in prison, they can come for all of us. Folks, let me tell you about Salty. It's a company that makes a soft gel supplement rich in antioxidants to help people like you and me keep a healthy heart. While COVID gets all the headlines, it's important to realize that heart disease kills nearly 700,000 Americans every year. Yes, heart disease is the number one killer every year, year in and year out. Heart disease builds over time. Hypertension, high blood pressure, bad cholesterol, diabetes, all of it affects our heart. A healthy heart is key to being energetic as we get older. It is never too early to take care of your heart. You see, heart disease sneaks up on us. You can start in your 30s, and when this happens, you're at serious risk by the time you turn 60. If you want to take care of your heart and those you care about, please go to warroomhealth.com. That's warroomhealth.com. All one word, warroomhealth.com. Use the code warroom at checkout to save 67% of your first shipment. That's code WARROOM at checkout to save 67%. And do it again. WARROOM HEALTH, all one word, WARROOMHEALTH.COM. Go there today. You need, if you're going to be part of the posse, you need a strong heart. You need a lion's heart. How we're going to do that is with Salty. Go there, do it today, check it out. 